0: Have you noticed how much things have changed since you became a mum? Do you feel as though you're the only one struggling to adjust to this new norm? Can you no longer see clearly the things that felt so transparent before? Well friend, you are not alone, and we are here to invite you into our mummy village so that you always have somewhere to turn and a place where you belong. Together, we will try and bring to light the common struggles of the modern orthodox mama and delve into scripture in the
1: hope of navigating through all of our doubts on this new and exciting journey. So come as you are and open your heart and mind to embrace the transformation God has in
0: store for you. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Mami. Um, Today we are so lucky to have Christina join us. Um, Christina is a mother of three very cute little kids. <laughs> mm, <relatable. laughs> no, seriously, we think they're definition. really cute. They're cute. <laughs> cute on the inside, the <laughs> no, they're gorgeous. Um, and Christina is a teacher by trade, mm. um, but currently works at um, Exodus. So Exodus, and please correct me if I'm wrong, yeah, sure. um, is a community-based not-for-profit organization that basically focuses on addressing challenges that our young people might be facing, um, including, like, you know, difficulties in their families, in their relationships, um, addiction um, and homelessness and, and that kind of thing. Um, so she's got a lot of experience with young people um, and so it's only suitable that she's here with us today to talk about fostering positive relationships um, with our kids and, you know, raising emotionally healthy children yeah mm. trying to at least yeah, yeah. trying mm. to mm. we've um
2: over the years with when debbie kind of started all this it was for the youth mm. um it was a very very clear gap between the youth that kind of went to church and those who just didn't mm. didn't want to for whatever reason so um yeah it's still kind of classified as a youth mm. service as of late, and it's because we've been working so closely with families, mm. s- just really stemming into the core as to why do we have youth that have these particular problems. Mm. It's, it starts to become very clear where it comes from, you know, and it is mm. from the family unit. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, um, just yeah, I'd probably have to say over the past maybe two, three years, more intense we've been working with the family Mm. Mm. so all members of the family so yeah we've kind of rebranded actually so it's not exodus youth works anymore it's exodus which is what everybody kind of calls it anyway Mm -hmm. Mm. um which is awesome and it's been really nice to say i've been there for like six seven years Mm -hmm. although i was there in 2010 doing casework oh wow yeah used to take care of some of the kids at the group home which was fun <laughs> did some triple shifts oh gosh yeah, yeah where well, you'd sleep overnight because they have to be taken care of 24 yeah, 7 yeah um they're under they were under age so that was in 2010 I think I did that for about a year or 2009 yeah and then kind of made my way back um applied a lot for teaching jobs when Michael and I came back from overseas yeah and just got nothing mm-hmm. which was think a way of God being like, that nah, nah, yeah. nah, mm. <laughs> kind of closing yeah. everything and just really like I was doing um, casual work for Deb at the time mm. at Exodus. And then she's like, you come on full time if you mm. want, there's lots of work here for you to do. Yeah. So, and then that's, yeah, that was at the end of 2014. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Seven, yeah so it's, it's seeing it come mm-hmm. so far, like where we've been and we were in Ramsgate, which, um, Cause a super tiny apartment at the top of the shops, mm. and then moving into Rockdale and having this full blown office, it's just it's just amazing. Like mm. the the journey. Like sometimes I look at Deb and I think like like I say to her, do you believe that you've come this far? Mm. You know, from yeah. hanging out at the park in Tempe with <laughs> with all the guys and gals. Mm. You know, in the cold and you know. She's just accomplished so much, mm-hmm. and it's everything has been. You can just tell, it's been God's will, hardcore, like all yeah. the way. You know, it's just yeah, mm. it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. And now we've got that new place in, um, Ramsgate. I think the suburb is. It's yeah. back actually near the old neighborhood, oh, nice. which is really nice. <laughs> that is nice. But much 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 bigger. Yeah, yeah. to serve the purposes like the things that are just yeah coming our way it's yeah yeah just to just to think again like where she's come the employees mm-hmm. now like mm-hmm. i look at her team and i think man she's not i don't include myself in that group mm-hmm. she's yeah, she, yeah. she's honestly got a yeah. killer killer group of people who are just behind her full steam ahead mm-hmm. again working with all all, all people of the family unit and yeah. all, their, all their issues. So, yes, got more volunteers as well, which is really, really nice. nice. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. just doing fundraisers and stuff at the moment. And I'm personally working with the schools, so the pastoral yep. care programs,
0: yep. Mm.
2: Yep, which is really cool. That's a nice – I feel like I'm getting parenting – it's like my little parenting schooling – like I'm mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm learning. Yeah, I'm learning so much through mm. being there um, at the schools. It's yeah, for me it's um a huge privilege, huge huge blessing mm. to be able mm. to to do this. So, I feel like I should be paying her <laughs> to be there doing this job. Honestly, it's it's like gold mine stuff that I'm coming across. And to have the kids at the center as well is really cool. I just yeah. go down and we just start kind of babbling and debating and today Kiro I was with one of the kids on the stairs and he's like what's this meeting like you know very serious conversation get me in on it you know it's just just so good to have them there yeah mm. yeah and these are, you know kids need to be there for mm. for their own reason too so it's nice to know that they have a place yeah absolutely you know yeah so it's cool it's yeah. very 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 cool it's such an incredible service yeah it's, mm. super it's lucky amazing super mm. super lucky to be there mm.
0: thank god yeah no. And I think like it was, you're right. Like there was a massive gap, and I think a lot of people didn't know where they could turn. But I think everybody knows now. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people know now that Exodus is there and know about the work they do. So it's Mm, insane to think like. I think for like us as well, like we saw saw it kind of come into being, and it was such a small organization so to speak and now it's huge yeah so nice yeah
2: yeah yeah i mean to for people forget it's some i mean it's incorporated you know it's Mm. got its own it's its own entity Mm. and now to have all these caseworkers on you know on board who are completely like qualified and experienced Mm. got counselors you know and these are human resources that our people need our community has just it's like what we were kind of saying before Mm. has been through so much Mm. especially with the arrival coming here to Australia and having this, there's a lot of identity issues and you know for kids who grew up in a really strict Mm. Egyptian Coptic family but they're growing up in Australian culture and there are all these clashes Mm. and it's at some point it's like it's not the parents fault but it's definitely not the kids fault we're trying to change as well this stigma that, you know, well, it's the naughty youth. Mm. Yeah, They're not, you don't wake mm. up one day kind of yeah. thinking, yeah, I'm just, I'm going to cause some trouble today. <laughs> you know, yeah. stop and not to swear. <laughs> <laughs> Be a real beep head. <laughs> I'm just going to, yeah, you know, I'm just going to really show them what I'm made of. Like, mm-hmm. it's like the kids don't, they don't, it, that's exhausting. They do it out of. It's out of, you know, um, it's, it's a cry. A lot of the times yeah. it's a cry to be heard. And, again, because I'm learning so much and I can incorporate it with my own kids as well, mm. um, probably too privy to a lot of stuff that goes on, mm. <laughs> makes me very, um, uh, <laughs> it's like I just overanalyze things mm, now yeah, yeah. because you know how bad it can get. And yeah. I sit there thinking, am I just a really, am I a really crap parent? And my kids are going to hate me later. And, you know, I'm learning that you have to step back and actually pat yourself on the back. Mm. Every now
1: and then. Yeah. Yeah. Because you could be doing
2: a (laughs) a lot lot worse. (laughs) And, you
1: you know, it's a learning, like, parenting is just this huge experiment Mm. that we learn through. And without God's grace, there's no way we will amount to anything. So it's just a step-by-step. And, you know, you're, like labeling kids as anything you label them as something and that's what they'll believe they are yeah 100% yeah. you know yeah. so you label them as naughty from the offset and that's yeah. that's who they know and believe yeah. that they are even though yeah. that it's <laughs> even though it's completely false that's what they grow up believing mm-hmm. and that's who they'll be yeah but it's just kind of our role to tell them who they are in truth and hoping that that's what sticks sticks. yeah
0: yeah and I think you kind of touched on something already Christina that a lot of the time we just there's this inclination to think our kids are just even from a very little age say oh they're just being naughty or they're just like they just want to cause trouble or they're just having a tantrum and we forget that there's actually a reason behind that like my kid's not having a meltdown because that's what she wants (laughs) to do she's doing it for some for some reason whether it's something that I can assist her with but we just get I know me personally I just get so caught up in the fact that why are you having a meltdown please stop and I just want her yeah. to stop that I don't yeah. stop to think okay what were the steps that yeah. led to this yeah um and I think if we kind of paused and reflected on that a bit more often we'd realize that we fall into those patterns that you're saying you know from quite a young age or they're just doing it to like annoy me or they're just doing it because Mm. I haven't given them what they want and we don't stop to think okay well what have I contributed to this situation that has resulted in this behavior in inverted commas because I hate mm. using that word but yeah yeah
2: Yeah. and I and when you look at kids when you look at young kids Mm. and you look at teenagers it's it's we're dealing with the same conundrum here Mm. right Again, okay. So you have toddlers. We know that they, um, the communication skills, they don't actually know how to tell us how they're feeling. Mm. Yeah. And then we think that as they get older, well, they should just wisen up and mm. you know use your words as like as a nice little statement in our in our house. Mm. Just use your words. <laughs> just a reminder. You don't have to smack me in the face. <laughs> um but for the kids it's the exact same thing they've gone their whole life not being heard but not also being asked Mm -hmm. like are you okay you know what can we do to make you feel better or posing different scenarios Mm -hmm. for them to get them out of this um it's emotional dysregulation and it well, they're just going to they're just gonna go down this hmm. path of whatever's easy. And so mm. these cries for help, whether it is you know lashing out, they like, they continue to let lash out yeah. at you yeah. as teenagers. Which again, actually, I was reading is completely normal. They're kind of supposed to do that. It's your problem. You deal with <laughs> it at that point. But um, you gotta. It's what's her name? It's um. That psychologist, she's really, really famous. She she wrote The Conscious Parent.
1: Oh, book. I know the book. Yeah. I
2: don't know her name. She's super, super mm. popular. Very expensive to go to if you want to go to one of her workshops. Yeah. Yeah, very expensive. It's the way. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> Got to pay for her wise, wise words. Um, I paid $25 for that audiobook, book. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm winning. Here. You are winning. Screw her. <laughs> um. But she, she raises a lot of really good points and um, she doesn't – I haven't gotten to the last chapter yet, but it's, she's left the last one is discipline yeah. throughout her whole book. She concentrates on you as a parent. So even in something saying like, you know, teenage rebellion and drama is completely normal. It's part of their hormonal development. Mm-hmm. But innately they will fall back on the parenting that you've done with them ever since they were born. Mm-hmm. And so when you have these, you know, kids in adolescence, well, you know, something has been missed along the way. Um, and they're not gonna just come out and tell you mm-hmm. and it will and she she's a she's a therapist, so she talks about some sessions that she has and it's only through you know, I can only imagine it's like pulling teeth, but she finally can get out of the the child or the teenager or the young adult at that point like what is it that you're feeling Mm. yeah and it's always this inadequacy something Mm. along the way see and it's like what you said earlier it they've always been told that there's something Mm. that they're not Mm. or you know it's she talks about recognizing your child for who they are now, when you give birth, it's not a magical little mini me that's going to take the best of you, the best of your partner, just going to be this, like, awesome person who's going to change the world. They come out totally already with this mm. pre, you know, God has already made them yeah, <laughs> the way that they're supposed to yeah. be. Yeah. Uh, so her be- the beginning of her book is about ec- if you can come to, you've got to first come to that acceptance this yeah. you know i think we have so much we want to control i think mm. in our lives and when yeah. we become parents like well that's my kid mm. yeah and they'll do as i say yeah or be as i say yeah and yeah a lot of times we see problems with the kids who get told to be something that they're not mm. and they put under so much pressure they eventually crack they eventually they find acceptance somewhere else mm-hmm. because it's not happening in the home
0: mm.
2: so that's that's a big one and that's really hard for us culturally because we have so many expectations yeah. of our kids and she talks about other cultures as well it's not just us Coptic people Egyptian oh we're the worst you know we love we have to bag on us oh, I do I have to bag <laughs> on our community we're just with but it's the same everywhere yeah. you talk to people from Asian cultures. Um, specifically, they're they're really really hardcore mm. when it comes to what they expect from their kids. Yeah, um, very very traditional. Mm. You have some Arab, other Arab cultures yep. as well. So you know, I don't know pros and cons of being part of the community. <laughs> I think it's yeah. nice. Like we all we're all the same, and it feels comfortable. but, man, we we just we go along the same. Yeah low and anybody mm. who seems different wants to do something different is considered like a like an outsider yeah. or an outcast and you know mm. parents don't know what to do with their kids mm. if they want to be a musician mm. yeah, or travel yeah. before they do tertiary or not even do tertiary education mm. it's like oh my god I'm a failure yeah. you mm. know I have a story but it's you know I don't want to offend people but <laughs> it's it, like I know a family that went into like full blown like mourning because their child didn't achieve whatever in the HSC. Like it was such an emotional mm. like I'm talking mourning like yeah. someone. I feel had like died. we all know one of
1: those yeah. families. Yeah. Right. Like why do we yeah, do yeah, that? Yeah. I don't understand. But I think it like yes, I think we struggle with differences but I think when we actually look at the community as a whole, when we see someone outside of our own children doing something that's brave in inverted commas or like stepping out of the status quo or like doing something for them or taking a risk, we're always like admirable of them and we say things like, I wish I had the courage or good on them or look how, you know, much that they did in so little time or look how creative they are or, you know, and we almost – we almost pray like we praise these people that are outside of our family but then when it comes to our kids it's more of a narrow-minded like mm. actually no like that can happen over there but not here in yeah. this unit and i think we it's exactly like you you put it perfectly because when we give birth you're like oh you want this new creation to be an even better version of you but we so desperately hang on to them being almost exactly like Mm -hmm. us and we don't celebrate their uniqueness and how God intricately created them. And that's our role, really, to nurture this beautiful new creation and present them to Christ and let him work. But we just like, oh, we hold on so tight. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a verse in Proverbs and there's no way I'm going to say it properly or even <laughs> remember the verse. But it was... It may not even be in Proverbs for those listening, and it may not even be in the Bible. It's, it's, it's in the it Bible. was on Instagram. Don't lie Potentially, it. Don't really but I'm pretty sure. Up. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's in the Bible somewhere, and I think it's in Proverbs. But it was basically saying um, it's it's a bit convoluted, but like it's better to um, accept things with open hands rather than a clenched fist, right. or something like that. Again. completely butchered I'm sorry for everyone listening I'm really sorry but basically like we hang on to our riches and our kids with such clenched fists that we can't accept anything else from God or the people around us and we can't accept you know wisdom and knowledge and advice and his grace because we're just like hanging on so tightly whereas if we're accepting from him with an open hand I think the grace will just flow and Mm. it'll flow onto our kids and everyone around Mm. us but
0: how do we like how do we practically do that like what are the things in your experience that you've seen done or what are the occasions that you've seen that done well where parents have created an environment where their kids can be who they want to be
2: Okay, you know when you give birth and there's like. Kids. Oh, we know. Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> Hard to there forget that one.
2: <laughs> there are actually a lot of things in life I say I would much rather go through labor over, like potty training. Oh, yeah, God there, help me. There, I would rather are go through labor. You guys joking, right? I'd rather now? go through labor. Look, I had I mean, a good epidural. I can't again.
0: lie. <laughs> I felt <thought> nothing. <laughs> Happy days. Happy days. Friends, like, yes. <laughs> they serve you like some sort of I meal I feel like you, I cheated. You, know? oh, you cheat away. <laughs> cheat away. I off. don't regret it. I You're just... the winner. <laughs> in all
2: this, <these. laughs>
0: don't say it like
2: it's a bad thing. You trumped everyone. You know that, right?
0: <laughs> and then the second time, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna try without it.
2: <laughs> no, no. You did that to yourself. You should have. <laughs> Couldn't get it. Fast enough. Anyway, oh dear. But um, oh, where were we going with this? Oh, (laughs) sorry. So no. So um, and you know they give you the baby, and then the nurse is like, oh, you know, there's no handbook though with this. You know, (laughs) ha ha (laughs) ha ha. Okay. Honestly, in a in a strange way, I mean, take it very very lightly. There almost is. A handbook like there are many there are multiple handbooks or manuals on on raising children mm. because you see it done really badly and then you see it done really nicely and surely I know we could say we're making it up along the way but I'm huge on education I'm just in, in the wider sense mm. learn we as a society and a civilization We've done, like I was saying, we've done so much research. People have dedicated their lives mm. to child development, to learning how, how kids grow and progress and what affects them. Like get out there and learn. I actually think doing some sort of parenting course or something even before you have kids, mm. it's like marriage. Yeah. We get told it'd be nice to go to marriage counselling before mm. you get married just so you know what you're in for we go into having the kids so blindly it's actually um I mean it's it's if you really think about it it's quite disturbing it's Mm. like okay here's here's the keys to a 16 wheel I'll just figure it out and you've (laughs) never you've never driven before in your life you have no idea what all these clutches and buttons and you know it's dangerous so I think that's why sorry but we have really poorly built family units and then again a lot of that starts with the marriage as well so like if you keep going back mm. if you if you genuinely want to have a really solid family i think it does start with your marriage mm. actually you can go back even further it starts with you mm. um and that's why that psychologist she's a bit uh i find it a little bit not airy very um you know she talks about like the self oh, this, yeah, i feel yeah. like i'm in a yoga retreat <laughs> listening to her i'm there it's doing weird. the dishes going just move on with it <laughs> yes okay yeah. i'm important and whatever you know but she she rattles on kind of a bit, a bit about that but there's you know there's premise to what she's saying it does it starts with you if you have insecurities like what mm. we're saying before yeah. um If you have these demons that you haven't dealt with Mm. back from your childhood, your parents' marriage, Mm. whatever it was, you will very, very slowly, you know, start to portray that in your own marriage Mm. and the Mm. relationship with your kids. You haven't dealt with it. So I think starting with yourself, trying to be as whole as you can. And I've always said, even when it comes to marriage, if you come to that relationship broken but thinking the other person will fix Mm. you it's that's that's not how it works Mm. and then the same thing with having kids right like Mm. you hear it every now and then how about how oh having the having kids will fix the marriage how how can you put so much responsibility on something that has no freaking clue what's Mm. going on Mm. Mm. that kid is going to be and it's that kind of egotistical Mm. thing right they don't get out of being egotistical I think developmentally, it's like egotistical play. For example, is like mm-hmm. five, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. When they start to learn how to really proper play with other kids, mm. but they'll think about themselves for the next friggin' eighteen <laughs> years. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's actually the there's another psychologist he where his model is um is used quite wild wild wildly when they when other psychologists study kids Mm. and i think i was reading it's like late in the last stage before like they're 17 or something where things like even like empathy they really Mm. can really Mm. exercise those emotional Mm. skills and relationship building and really understand that it's actually not about them Mm. that's a long time yeah a really long time yeah. to have this, you know, one, two, three, whoever other beings in your house that just think about themselves. Mm. Mm. So if you as the parent, that's kind of also how you're a bit built, it's not it's not gonna work. There'll mm. be a lot of conflict. So yeah, I, I realistically, and I know we I actually find that I'm it's nice, like we, what we were saying about kind mm. of community. I feel like a lot of us, you guys, like I talk to other mums, we're, we're really aware and we're very invested mm. in making sure that our kids are emotionally and mentally taken care mm. of, you know, spiritually, socially. We're very aware of, about that. And this is why I think coming into the new kind of generation mm. – our parents, I think, did the best that they could with the information that they had. But mm. we're brought up here with, again, it's a world of knowledge that I can, I can be at home 11 o'clock yeah. and look up how to be a good parent. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. This is – I don't have to go to the local TAFE after work, which, mm. you know, kind of mm. accessibility back in the day. This is, you know – so I don't – yeah, I, I don't think it's – a not as hard. I don't want to say it's very, very hard. Yeah, yeah. But when you talk to other parents, mm-hmm. we're all on that same journey, just encouraging each other just to, you know, keep on top of it, mm-hmm. you know, sharing ideas, sharing stories, mm-hmm. sharing what we've read or listened to. Um, and There are phenomenal parents out there gosh mm. like i look up to so much just putting their hearts and souls into their kids and mm. and and honestly in the best way possible mm. best way possible mm. so yeah realistically mm.
1: Mm. yeah it yeah. takes work like it's just like anything like yeah. you start a job you'd never start and just kind of oh i'll just wing it i'll just <laughs> go day by day and pretend I know what this word means no you look things up and you read and you ask people and you put in the work marriage you put in the work yeah. mm-hmm. but you're right it comes to kids and I, I think it's a like for me I know like it would have come down to like you know arrogance like being in the hospital being told what to do by the midwives I'm like sorry <laughs> what <laughs> like yeah. it was and going through the ordeal of labor and kind of appreciating what your body just did and now you have a child and it's like oh oh yeah i can <laughs> well, Why I can is do it,
2: this <laughs> it's really interesting why is it that when you come to breastfeed for example mm. and it's your first child mm. i don't know about you guys but majority of people i speak to say that, oh, the nurse was really kind of intense about getting me to do it and doing it right, mm. and, you know, they're all up in your face and in your case <laughs> about it. And then kind of came, you know, for me anyways. Second, it wasn't so bad. Then my third, she, I, nobody checked in on me. Not yeah. that I, I just wanted to get the hell out of this. <laughs> I, I had the kid within a few hours. I was like, sayonara, mm. guys. I was not staying in here. Honestly, I had nobody come in and check on me to make sure that I was doing mm. it right. They kind of think that you know what no, you're doing yeah. because you you've kind of you've learnt on the job before. Yeah, but then see, and then this is it's all practice and mm. education. Again, I don't know about you guys. I I didn't wasn't very successful with breastfeeding, but reading and being equipped and making mm. me feel like okay. I'm. I'm actually cool. I got this. Mm. Maybe because I didn't ask for help, she didn't offer it. Mm. I don't know. Mm. But you can, if you going into parenting, you can tell yourself, you know, if my child has a tantrum, these are the strategies Mm. I can implement, Mm. and you just stick with it. Mm. Yeah. In a way, we. I don't mean to oversimplify. I really, really don't. But kids, you. You know, again, the more I'm looking into like development stuff, they're they're totally built for like structure. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they actually yeah. crave it, and so is consistency. Oh man, like yeah. predictability, hundred yeah. percent. So I've been wanting to do this wall of rules or wall of whatever, yeah. where I just sticking kind of almost like these reminders for myself um, on the on the on the wall of what is it that you know these like again we're laughing about memes and stuff Mm. you know like these these inspirational but again really really realistic reminders that your kid needs this from you Mm. you know when they're doing this it's because of this Mm. again people have put in it's their life's work yeah. to understand mm. children's needs. So all I think we need to do is is understand it. Yeah, mm. read up. Yeah, understand, accept, and our therapist. So Molly has. Um, she's an ndis participant she's not diagnosed with anything she's still quite young mm. but her emotional she has severe emotional dysregulation gonna yeah. we'll talk about that like very prone to anxiety and mm. stress and it's a whole thing she was very late to talk so that was really hard as well mm. so she didn't know how to communicate mm. so having i got really really lucky that was like a major blessing to have ndis mm. like approved for us we got all these therapies yeah And her OT um, is really, really good. And she gives me just these – I feel like this is therapy for me. Yeah. (laughs) You know, as much as it's for Marley, but it's for me on how to deal with Marley. And, you know, the therapists are really – they're very frank Mm. about the strategies. Yeah, well, she's doing this because she wants to be in control. Mm. Yeah. So you can't let her be in control. So we, you know – Depending on her stage yeah, at the time yeah. or whatever, yeah. either we say something and then we walk away. Mm. Or we have a cue for something.
0: Mm.
2: So again, I've been really lucky to have access to that in terms of resources. Yeah, yeah. It's very draining. My calendar is just revolving <laughs> around <laughs> my darling daughter and her therapies. But it's so useful. I take it away and implement it with the others. Yeah. As well. So you know, I don't know, I just I think there are answers out Mm. there. Yeah. Um you know Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big believer in that.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And like I often come across parents like at work who'll be like i just don't know how to manage this and you can see like you look at them and like (laughs) like i know how you feel (laughs) um like you see it in their faces like they feel like they're drowning they don't know how to help their children their entire family life suffers because absolutely yeah their child child, can't communicate or um they don't know how to manage tantrums, etc. And there are some kids who you can calm down, just like there are some adults that you can calm down very quickly Mm -hmm. and others who need a little bit more help with that. And I agree, like I'm very quick to say, okay, well, why don't we get you some help with that? Why don't we see an OT? Why don't we see a psychologist? And I think sometimes we're too scared to ask for that. Well, maybe that's just me. I feel like I would be. I'd feel quite anxious asking for that help. Um, but we shouldn't be because these are people who can like you're right, their whole life's work is mm. to work out how to help you and help your family and help mm. your child. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. that's just it's just what mm. you need. Do you know that OT said? because Michael jokes, oh let's just
2: hit him <laughs> <laughs> Thanks bro. <laughs> I see your collection of sticks there. I was starting to wonder what all that was for.
0: Suddenly it makes
2: sense. Yeah. <laughs> so she said to me positive parenting takes 3 times as long mm-hmm. as oh. negative parenting. Yeah, of you course. know, with yeah. the the yelling and the smacking and the complete disciplinary approach mm. where it's more about my way or the highway. Mm respect kind of starts to take like a different turn It's respect or love or fear Mm -hmm. or what is it that you're trying to get your Mm -hmm. child to look at you as Mm -hmm. so it is unbelievably difficult as much as i say yes there are strategies and what it it is still so so hard Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. and like the whole family unit thing god like you know again Molly doesn't have a diagnosis but you know mm. being on these pages with parents who have kids with you know autism or ADHD you know mm. man like you you, you really feel for them because mm. of the toll it takes on everyone yeah. else mm. the other siblings and yeah. um, you as parent, like yeah. partners yeah. as well trying to get Michael on board has also been a, a mm. bit of a trial mm. you know kind of I don't know. For me, he doesn't get it. Yeah, but yeah. he's you know he's learning. Yeah. So it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. You think that's one kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I have the other two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should start concentrating yeah. on a little bit. So, uh, like, what I don't know what you like say as a mm. GP to these parents who mm. we are in an age where um you know a, a tablet or a pill or whatever is just. Again, I think it's desperation because putting in that time, that positive time for them is so taxing and yeah. some family units don't have it. Mm. I, don't, I don't know what Yeah, it's what true. you could kind of it's very for them.
0: It's very hard. Yeah. It is very hard. But often it's kind of just – look – this is something I say to adults as well, and that everyone can benefit from therapy because mm, it's mm. exactly like you're saying, like you're, you're born and then like you're somehow but in your like first 21 years of life expected to learn like how to regulate your emotions, how to manage stress, how mm. to deal with conflict. And nobody really teach, like think about school. Yep. Like that's not what you're taught at mm. school at all. No one really teaches you that. And if you don't have good examples in your life and if you're not guided in the right direction by your parents by people you respect then you just never learn that yeah and so i think sometimes when when it's about putting it in context like this is a very like it's yes it's an intensive short-term investment but this is going to pay off for the rest of your child's life and for the rest of your life and some people can some people can't and you just find a way to make it work and there are very distinct I found anyway in my very limited experience just like there's a big distinction there are some people who really do just want to like throw a pill at it and there are people who are like no I want to really just learn and I can tell you very quickly like you can very all very early on you can see the difference between the two because the parents that put in the effort achieve like amazing things with their children and like I've seen kids go from like being completely nonverbal, won't mm -hmm, make eye mm -hmm, contact mm -hmm. and I'm you know, I am talking about now kids with, you know, official diagnoses Mm -hmm. to like, you know, starting to like communicate via sign, like coming in and like saying hello when they walk into my room and I'm like, Oh my goodness, like a year ago I wouldn't have even dreamed it. And you see that the effort like this particular family that I'm thinking of, like the mum literally, you know, cut back on her work hours, yeah. made a lot of sacrifices yeah. and definitely wasn't living the life that she expected but you, my goodness, you saw it in the child. Mm. Yeah, and time
2: as yeah. in yes. time that yes. you invest in your kids and we all have 24 hours of it, so yeah, yeah we got to be really, really careful. Mm. It, it is almost... Oh, I don't want to say like it's the cure, but it is the core mm-hmm. of all the problems that you have with your kids. It doesn't matter how old they are. We yeah. have a lot of kids who um, when they get into trouble, you know, it's, it, it's because the parents aren't there. Yeah. And whether they're just maybe they a lot of them are physically not there because a mm-hmm. lot of parents work so hard these days. But you know, emotionally absent. It, it's time, you know. And I have mm. a friend who I really, really look up to, and um, she's like a stay-at-home mum, and not because I mean she's very intelligent, she's whatever, but she chooses to be because someone has to be home with the mm. kids. When you when you choose to have children, her philosophy is that someone should be home mm. and i think i'm only really ver- now slowly starting to understand that mm. um mm. it's the uh, but i don't know you have some mm. again family units where both parents have to work or haven't realized that there are mm. sacrifices mm. that have to be made um, in order for for someone to be home with the kids, mm. they're definitely not going to raise themselves. And if mm. it's not you, it'll be TV, it'll be social media, mm. it'll be yep. friends who have older brothers and sisters who tell them <laughs> X, Y, Z, mm. and they're learning all this stuff from someone else and not you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, again, you um, you don't have the time to have these conversations mm. with them, don't have the time to, you know experiment whether it's you know social experimentation it's you know um, communicate with them in in settings you know that are different so that you can go home at the end of the day you go to sleep you thank god and you you feel like if i if i died tomorrow i feel like i've done a good job Mm.
0: Mm. i've tried my absolute Mm. best But how do you, like, I think that's something I struggle with. Like, how do you deal with that if you are in a position that you you have to work? Because I think there is a lot of, like, financial strain now. And, you know, everyone wants the best for their kids. They want to send them to good schools. They want to get them into all the extracurricular stuff. They want to, you know, whatever it is, it takes a lot of effort and time to be able to do that. So... And you mentioned like a lot of parents are emotionally absent. So like, what are the things like? I guess, what are the important things that we can do as parents from a young age that like get our kids to basically want to talk to us and involve us in their lives and keep us like, you know, it's like look at us as people that they can turn yeah, to. Absolutely, yeah. I, so that'll definitely have to start
2: start at a young age. Mm. I don't mean to say the boat is has sailed yeah, yeah. with the older ones but um i think your demographic is a lot of people it's with a lot of young, kids. young yeah. yeah mostly yeah. yeah um think about when i don't know how you guys grew up but if something is taboo and off topic and and your family doesn't talk about it where
0: did you find that information from oh, friends usually i mean there was no google there.
1: yeah i was think i was very blessed that I had parents who were willing to talk about that sort of stuff mm-hmm. so I think for me those conversations at school I'd listen in but I'm like yeah, I'm gonna know ask my story. dad later yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Okay. But is what, this is really true <laughs> what gave you the confidence to talk to your dad yeah so actually I was thinking about that before this episode and mm. I'm like what was it that was so different because like you know before medicine I was on the road to being a fashion designer my parents <laughs> were on board and mm, like that's mm. absurd to some people like the fact that my parents were so
0: okay. encouraging and okay with it and
1: they paid for all these courses before i even applied and once i changed my mind it wasn't like a yes finally you've mm. come around it was a that's fine whatever you want to mm. do and i was thinking about why was it so different cuz they immigrated like everyone else they had the same pressures as everyone else and i think and they worked like they used to tag team like we were talking on mm. other episodes like my mum my would work from like 4 a.m. to 3 p.m. Mm. And then they would swap us over in the car park mm. of her work so that dad can then work from 3 to 11. Mm. So it was like, you know, we always, yes, we had a parent, but we still had to take the bus to and yeah. from mm-hmm. school for most of my years. And like we had pretty much, they had more pressure than we have right mm-hmm. now and I'm complaining about my time. Mm. But the time that they spent with us... Mm-hmm was time spent with us Mm -hmm. and it was time spent getting to know us rather than shouting orders at us yeah and it was you know you know gary chapman and his love languages and there's one for kids Mm. and he's got an exercise in the book that takes 15 weeks to discover your kids love language Mm. because if i'm constantly coming home and smothering leah with hugs and kisses because that's my love language over time she's going to think she isn't loved because that may not be her love language. And I think the fact that, like, I think my parents put in the effort, not particularly the time, like they may not have had the time, but Mm -hmm. the time that they were with us, you know, they would listen to our complaints, even though we'd get in trouble. I'd get sent to my room and dad would be in my room two minutes later like, Let me apologise for how I reacted, but this is why. Mm. And then he'd ask my opinion about how that went down. And it was like, as a kid, like, nobody really cares about your opinion. You go to school, nobody cares about Mm. what you think of the English lesson. I hated it, but you don't care. (laughs) But the fact that my parents did that, I think, allowed me to open up to them. And so my whole thing growing up, like, I mean... I may have been a rebel without a cause for a few years, but even that, it was like <laughs> the, I slammed the door. <laughs> like, and even then I'd feel guilty forever because I feel like I've upset my parents because mm-hmm. I know how much they love and respect me. So mm-hmm. I I think that's what I've narrowed it down to, yep. that the time that they did spend was not on their phones, was not on TV, yep. was not like meticulously cleaning every Like mum used to wake up an hour before her shift in the morning to make dinner so that she doesn't have to worry about it when she's with us later Mm -hmm. and it's like little it's a sacrifice like she sacrificed sleep and friends and whatever else she gave up just so that the time that she did spend with us we really appreciated I guess that like we didn't really I didn't even know they did a lot of the swapping mm-hmm. all I remember is oh we're going for kebabs afterwards <laughs> like I didn't yeah. I don't remember any yeah. of the chaos yeah. because they shielded us from that and they made us feel loved at all times mm-hmm. yeah. so I think that's I don't know that's what mm-hmm. I've pinned it down to mm-hmm. so It's just the quality of the time yeah not specifically because quant- like like you know you guys said like some. You just have to work. Like, yeah, I've dropped one day of work and I'm already feeling the pressure. Like, it's really hard to keep everything up. But maybe we sacrifice, you know, things that are in our control. But a sacrifice has to be made, like Mm. you said. Yeah. If you set out your
2: priorities
1: as to what,
2: I mean... We all like nice things, yeah. but you know, I'd like nice kids above a lot of that. Yeah, and you're exactly right. We need to sp- spend mm-hmm. the time to get to know our kids so that we know what they need mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. us. You have a lot of kids that love to be left alone.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, Mm -hmm. like, Marley's her happiest at her grandmas because she doesn't have any brothers around her. Mm -hmm. She's just her and it's all cool. She is quite independent. And then having Jordan, who his love language is 100% quality time, Mm. like, it's clear as day. Yeah, And how, I mean, you... Yeah, stop cleaning. Mm. Stop. It's another Justin, Coulson.
0: Yeah, again. Another, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: I think it was him. Who's? No, I lie. I'm sorry. It was um. Oh, it's better than the Neil Bible go. verse. Okay. <laughs> no, no, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> you could tell me. You could tell me it was from anything Genesis. in the Bible. Like, oh yes, Revelations. Yes. <laughs> Maret knows her Bible well. <laughs> so <laughs> well. Um, no, Neil Degrassi. He he was pretty sure it was him. Um, it's almost like screw a clean house mm. like if you want to if you want a clean house you're going to have crappy kids like mm. something has to give yes. you really really got to let go of that part of you that whether it's ocd or whatever it is and i grew up in a very stringent household where it was like mom comes over and she's like telling my kids off for jumping on the couch or <laughs> it's almost like very slyly suggesting that my house is not very kept and i'm like i don't care yeah you know, mm. and I attended something. It was at Exodus, and we had a I want to say her name's a Manny or something. And I'll never forget something she said. She said, "Pick like pick what's important. Like mm. I- is your is your kids jumping on the couch really affecting you know your family dynamic and mm. the way they're behaving and whatever is it or is it just them being kids?" Mm. Mm. You know, and so it's little things like that, that again, if you go out and listen to and you, you acknowledge, you accept mm. this information, you go home and really r- practically take it on board mm. and you, you do, you start to make the differentiation of what's them being kids and what's them mm. having tantrums. and yeah, You know, I get death stares from people when they see my kids fight, but <laughs> I... Because they punch each other in the gut in the face. <laughs> like, oh well. Because I've seen them be really nice to each other, you know, mm. and and it's the way that they're communicating, and it's like we're a kind of rough and tumble family anyway. I don't hit my kids. Just <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> I have to say to childcare all um, the time. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, we don't do that, okay? And just it's the way that they play. It's you know,
0: it's cute. As, they're right? kids. right? Yeah. So they're you,
2: it's take it for what it is. Mm-hmm. It, but the way yeah you just see how you you grew up with family like that and I mean I don't know you as a very personal you know what your struggles are or whatever it is, but you'll portray that onto to Leah mm-hmm. naturally because that's all you've ever known is this open dialogue with your kids where your parents put in the time to get to know you and accept mm-hmm. you. You know, I don't know if it was like, oh, Marek can do no wrong type of situation. No, no, no. But that was, okay. <laughs> that, was,
1: that was my perspective. Uh-huh. My brother and I my sister do... think otherwise <laughs> right. for sure. Okay. And actually, because of that perspective, my brother introduced um, – this is embarrassing – but my brother introduced these family confession nights. Yeah. And so for years – so he, he started him because he for many, 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 many years would do something terrible and then blame my sister and then my sister would get in trouble. <laughs> and she would try and explain herself but, you know, Mark was like, he truly he's the favorite but anyway <laughs> and there so is always one years, yeah, sorry for years he was doing all these things and nobody believed my sister because she grew up <laughs> actually telling lies so she was uh, like the okay, boy who okay. cried okay. so nobody actually <laughs> believed her ever and so he introduced these confession nights and so the first one went along and he would just fire all these things and so the idea is we confess on these nights to the family no but no consequences this is just a for your information, yeah, yeah, cool. this happened, yeah, cool. and then it's all in the past, yeah. and nobody can bring it up again. Yeah. And so we have these confession nights, and I never told anyone about all the crap that I did growing up, until I got married, and I trusted my loving husband with some dark secret. <laughs> And of course, they came out on confession night. Should be like you confess your own thing. And it should scassy. be. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that? should be, right? He completely broke the rules. No,
2: you didn't put the word self. Self. So that's, that's your. Right. Fault. It was just a confession <laughs> night. Okay. He's
1: the new guy to the family. He's just like, yes, yeah. start telling everyone's secrets. That's right. So, And the moment, and he'll I'll tell him stuff and be like, it's okay, it's in the past. And then right before confession night, conveniently, be like, "You need to bring up all of, <laughs> all of that, because it affects everyone here." So anyway, no, I was not. Okay, all right. Okay. I, I definitely <laughs> thought I was, and I thought I was the favorite for a really long time, until you know, my brother grew up, and I realized the truth. It's a
2: very cool concept. I really, really, really oh, like. Oh, it's that. lots
1: of fun. It drives my mum crazy. <laughs> Because she can't do anything about it, <laughs> <laughs> but it's lots of fun. So no
2: smacking with sticks. Oh then? no, no, oh, God, okay. she's
1: she can't even open her mouth and say, "Why did you think that was okay. a good idea?" It's in the past. Nice, yeah. We yep. fully
2: fledged adults,
1: though, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. it started and a and while siblings? ago. Oh, no, okay. No. Yeah, okay. we just we've carried it on
0: <laughs>
2: because really we like haven't that. stopped
0: <laughs> wrongdoing.
2: <laughs> no, no that's
1: that's really really good. Yeah. Um, but like mm-hmm. you were saying, like you got to pick what's important. Like, is jumping on the couch really going to affect whatever? And it's true. Like, I feel like I constantly say no all the time, mm-hmm. and I've always got like Ruggy in the corner, like, why did you say no? Like, <laughs> but then it's think like I already said it. it. Yeah. I, can't, I already I can't said it. Do back. I go back? How do I get out of this? But like, there's uh, I always bring up this book because I think it's such a beautiful book, Grace Based Parenting, and I want to say by Dr. Kimmel could be wrong but it's called grace-based parenting and he talks about this concept and he's just like you know think about your nose like Mm -hmm. is there a reason Mm. is this particular thing going to take away their eternal life Mm. yes or no if the answer is no then why are you being so hard Mm. on them and so he gives an example of his kid his teenager they were riding in the car i think they were on a retreat or something and it was just him and his two boys um and his young son Said he asked him, he's like, oh, I want to dye my hair blonde. And he's like, he thought about it. He's like, obviously, I really wanted to say no, but what was the reason? Mm -hmm. Like, And then he explored why he was asking him that. He's like, why specifically blonde and what gave you that idea? And then he went on to say, like, all his friends are doing it. It looks really cool. I just want to try it. And so the more he thought about it, he realized this is – a kid trying to experiment and do something Mm -hmm. for him and find out if it suits him and explore with his looks and things like that and it's not gonna cost him eternity yeah so then he ended up saying I'm okay with it but we have to ask your mom and she did the same thing and then he did it and he's like thank you for letting me try and then he hated it and (laughs) ended up cutting all his hair Mm -hmm. but it was just like little things like that like I think we hear something that's a bit like it might be a bit more taboo than that but we might hear something that's a bit out of our scope Mm. and our automatic reaction is you know god no yeah but like like, why as you said like we really need to think like is this an important no like Mm. or is this a no that's actually going to stop them Mm. from trusting you with bigger things and Mm. bigger problems
2: yeah Mm. absolutely Mm. and it's putting aside that part of us that really likes to be in control Mm again, that we own our kids. Mm. The the quicker we can get out of that mind frame, Mm. honestly, honestly, from when they're babies, get out of that. And those no's will come a lot more confidently. And as well, having faith, you know, having faith that God put you in in charge of this child, in charge, but, you know, Mm. uh, your earthly responsibility is this child and, it's cool like Mm. you'll you'll do a good job and them being a bit naughty here or there and then rebellious and wanting to do their own thing is 100% normal. Mm. They need to experiment if they don't then you've then you've boxed them in which again coming back to our traditional kind of community and why our parents have problems with their kids is because this box is safe Mm. and we can, you know, we we cage in our children and we can dictate who they will be and become. And then somewhere along the line, again, your kids just break. Mm. They they become unrecognisable to the parents, but it's this whole time you've been suffocating them. Mm. You haven't let them learn from their mistakes. Mm. It's the typical don't touch the oven. Mm. They don't know it's hot. Don't play with the knives. They don't know what's sharp. Yeah. And we are limiting, we're limiting their learning Mm. by all these no, no, no's. Mm. So, yeah way up like quick thinking you know obviously yeah, yeah. it'll but I think just with practice and ourself, like it comes down to us if we are of, of, of a controlling nature mm.
0: that's really really hard yeah. I know that's something I definitely struggle yeah, with like, Control, yeah control 100% mm. and like it's something Michael my husband pulls me up on all the time he'll be like Marina like you just need to it's okay if the house is dirty it's okay if you know yes you just clean that but their kids they're gonna make a mess like it's more important to have a happy home than a tidy like showroom home you know and it's it's so true and it's so easy for me to get caught up in like I have to tick all these boxes my house has to be clean I have to be on top of things and I forget what's actually important can I ask
2: how Mm. do you how have you come to the Understanding that, like, oh, I need to prioritize my
0: home or my. Where does that come from? i Honestly, like, I can't even. Uh, potentially, my parents. That's probably the most likely thing. I think that's one part, but I think it's also the stuff that. I mean, on the last episode, I was talking about it. Like the stuff you see on social media. Like you're just. Mm parents doing things with their kids but their homes are spotless and I know this is the frustrating part like you know in your head like Mm -hmm. you are seeing a snapshot but I think subconsciously that just builds and builds and builds and Mm. I've had times where I've said no no more I actually have to step away from that because that's not healthy that's not life and I need to just say no okay that's not how I'm going to that's not what I'm going to put in because then that affects everything else Mm. that I do and I think it's also partly that it's just what I prefer. Like I just don't, I don't like clutter. I don't like mess. It makes me feel cluttered and messy, but I can't project that onto my kids. And that's not reality with kids. I have to learn to manage that and cope with that in, and not let it affect them. Mm. I think that's what I've kind of slowly come to realize. And I have my moments. There are some days where it's more important and other days where it's less important, um, but yeah. And, and it is very much saying, like, doing that questioning. Why am I saying mm. no? Like, why am I so angry that my kid, you know, spilt her wheat bits mm. all over the floor? Like, it's fine. I'm going to clean it up and it's going to be okay. Well, she can clean it up. That's <laughs> something we do in our house. Well,
2: yeah. We've well. got little Momo. <laughs> what did he grab the other day? It had nothing. It wasn't anything to wipe. He picked up a... Um, A random object and just started, like... Cleaning with it. Going like this to the table. And I'm like, oh, like, you question, is that, like... But it's because I'm getting the kids to... He's actually copying his siblings. And it's really, you know, again, consciously make the decision on how you're going to react. Yeah, Is it such a big deal? It's freaking annoying that the milk has spilled. It's not a big deal. most of the time they don't mean it. What you know it's like okay and then yeah. get them okay let's learn a lesson yeah. from this yeah. you know it's about responsibility yeah and I, I'm really frank with my kids like is that my mess they're like no I'm like okay oh, yeah, well you clean it yeah. like here you go yeah you know I'll, go, I'll help you but like really it's your mess yeah. and so you have yeah. to know you have to clean yeah. it yeah and I, I never get actually I never get anything like a an, rebuttals or anything no they're like totally yeah on board okay with it. they kind of know it's now it's about yeah. consequence. Yeah. So if we can take all those moments to teach our kids, let Mm. them learn. And you know, it's, yeah try not to be too
0: you know reactive yeah and that's something really important yeah well that's something i like really kind of came to light to me from um parenting towards the kingdom um he talks i don't know if you've read it but i've read um like bits of it yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. it's amazing and like that was a big thing you know like respond don't react Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. see what it is that your child like why it always comes back to that why like why is your child upset about this thing why is your child you know reacting in this way and like it's okay for a kid to react but it's not okay for you to react like you need to show them like what the right thing mm-hmm. is yeah and what we model for them is what they become and he gives an example of like his kid sitting at the dinner or not i don't know if it was his kid but one of the kids like sitting at a dinner table and he's uh, saying you know i really hate my teacher and he's like if I react I can say that's not a nice thing to say we don't say that we love everybody say but if I respond I'll find out that you know well my kid's really struggling in that class they're you know and that's why they feel like they hate the teacher and you you know different a different response to the same scenario in one you push your kid away and you know you're teaching them that well what I feel doesn't matter and in the other you're working it out. And so that's something I try to keep in mind. Mm. It's hard when you're in the thick of it. Yeah, But um, that's what I'm saying. Even having, like,
2: for, for me, mm. because you, again, you've got to make these almost really split-second mm. yes. decisions. Yes. Again, if we're talking really practically, mm. slap it on a wall somewhere. Yeah. If that is something that you, you, a mantra, you need to teach yourself is respond, don't react. Put it up, yeah. Mm. paint it on your wall yeah. for, you know, mm. who cares? Yeah. This is, you know, this is a, sp- this is a space for you to yes. learn. You're building little people who mm. will go out in the world and essentially represent Christ, mm. you know, and he was such an awesome figure in the Bible mm. and that's what we meant to aspire be. to, to mm. be. Mm. So, you know... whatever write it on your hand Mm. tattoo it on your forehead if you have to Mm. it's whatever way you can proactively Mm. put into place what is it that i need to start Mm. doing with my kids Mm. Um, put on the wall stop cleaning yeah stop don't clean yeah I'm a bit funny about that one because mm. it's like, oh, well, I don't have any bowls to serve them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there's no undies. So you want to tell me not to do my yeah, yeah. laundry? Like in yeah, a yeah. way, again, you got to, you know, yeah, but it's you like, have to still what, do it. what, what, what did your mum do? She got up early mm. and made yeah. sacrifices to yeah. be there for you guys. So, you know, yeah. ev- evaluate, you know, we went away on the weekend and I did say to myself, oh, let's use that time to sit and talk about how to change things in our family unit and how mm. to yeah we did nothing where she didn't talk much about the kids <laughs> at all we didn't talk at all it's just the nice peace and quiet yeah sometimes you <laughs> need the, that 100 <laughs> yeah. percent. yes but if there is a time you know um we were seeing a counselor who just was again giving us strategies mm. you know lock in some time where just for an hour just talk about what is it there specific goal Mm. that you want in your family and and how to realistically achieve it taking Mm. into consideration that you have to work you have these bills to pay you know there are things to wash Mm. sorry but there are yeah so you know i think being realistic is a huge part Mm. of it and you know we have to really remind ourselves like actually each other I mean it's mm-hmm. really important to surround yourself with people who don't make it out like life is perfect Yeah. so I love walking into my friend's place when they have rice on the floor <laughs> it's the best feeling <laughs> mm. you know and just I've begun to be really una- I used to message my friends before they come home and go Look, the place is like an yep. absolute crap bomb yep. but just you know I apologise like Screw you! I don't need to apologize for anything (laughs) because, like, what are you coming here for? Like, judge my house, or you know, it's. I'm sorry, but like as you can see, Mm. (laughs) the circus that it is. Mm. I'm. I'm not going to. Just I've. I made a really conscious decision to not be my mum in that way. Although she was an Mm. excellent parent, Mm. but. That whole OCD house has to look like a showroom. Yeah, My mom's house, her apartment, right? It looks like a freaking showroom. It's mm. immaculate. It's beautiful. Mm. She's got fairy lights indoors. Oh, and <laughs> the most beautiful furniture. I just wow. <laughs> yeah, like okay. When I want to feel like an adult, I'll just come <laughs> over. <laughs> But when you step into my childcare, I had a friend who stayed with us and she were in the playroom and she goes, she genuinely said, she goes, I feel like I'm in a childcare centre. <laughs> I said, well, well, welcome. Yeah. You yeah. know. She doesn't have kids, by the way, so that kind of added <laughs> <explains> an it. <laughs> element to it. But you, you do, at a certain point, you just got to have kind of this, like, screw it attitude and, and mm-hmm. it is not important. Your mm-hmm. kids don't care for the cleansliness. Mm. They don't care for you know again evaluate your your material wants as well Mm. i always think that's really really important Mm. because again these families that strive to have it all and there's no such thing no there will be something along the way that's Mm. going to pay the price and again you look at these teenagers who have absent parents because they're too busy building an empire Mm. i know you as a parent you tell yourself you do it for the kids The kids don't care. Yeah. Mm. They really don't. Yeah. They they don't. Mm.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, so, you
2: know.
1: Yeah. A priest came over and we asked for kind of like a word, like just leave us with a nugget because we brought him into our messy house and didn't offer food. Just like, (laughs) (laughs) this is our life. Give us some words of encouragement. And he mentioned something that he heard in a sermon, or in a talk that was given at someone's, like um, like when they commemorated death. Oh,
0: the forty day commemoration. The one straight after, like oh, the
1: yeah, yeah. Um, and so one of the priests was talking, and he was like, um. Uh, like what? What matters when your soul leaves your body? Mm. Like. And then he he basically was telling us, ever since I heard that, it's the only thing that's been on my mind. Mm -hmm. Like I'm worried about schools. What matters when my soul leaves my body? I'm worried about the clean house. But what matters when my soul leaves my body? Like is that something I'm going to look down Mm. at and say, oh, I I really wish I cleaned the linen closet before I left this earth? (laughs) Like in the Mm. end, Mm. what is it that's going to matter when my soul leaves my body and if I've built an empire but I've left the little ones that relied on me and needed me for nurturing and to know Christ like yeah what is it that mattered when I died like was it that or because we are told unfortunately by worldly
2: standards that something like monetary success Mm. holds so much value and and it should be your priority so that you know your kids don't have to suffer or work hard or go without and you think about it um what is so wrong with that actually Mm. that my kids actually do have to work really hard Mm. and learn the value of the dollar like how a lot of us did Mm. I, I don't see why mm. we've incorporated that and it's not as well like it's not who we're meant to be mm. and the the mantra 100% that I go by is my thing is every day I think I die and I stand in front of God and he starts asking me these questions about my life mm. what is it so when I sh- strove to save for whatever it is my husband wants a
1: Tesla. <laughs> I couldn't care less about cars. I really, really couldn't. Oh, my goodness. Join the club. Mate. What is it? I don't know what it is. I, it's like he'll make me stop talking yeah, so that he can hear like the Ferrari car. go past. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> it? That's
0: he'll be noise. like, wait, wait, wait. But to he'll me, it's like, just noisy. Just wait, just yes. wait.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Do you hear that? Oh, I'm like, what? <laughs> well, I was talking about something important. <laughs> like,
2: it's... Uh, I, i'm with you the sound of children sleeping yes. is something yes. to really <laughs> yes. and the ferrari that's does not, not allow that banal. to happen <laughs> no. I'm yeah. sorry the car that's gonna wake up the, <laughs> sleeping children i don't get the connection yeah. there yeah but um yeah i say i say to him like oh dude is that really important mm-hmm. like in the larger scheme of things you're really gonna come i don't like we don't have like I'm like, yeah, yeah, right, whatever, entertain the idea of him having a Tesla because we're never going to have one, so it doesn't matter anyway.
0: <laughs> but in my head, I'm
2: like, no, like I, 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 can't, I can't do that. I can't come in front of God and present that. That's just
0: <laughs> – Look at my te- no, Tesla. Yeah, look at my Tesla. I had one of the kids actually at, at,
2: at Exit. It was so cute. I love him so much. We were talking about um, materialistic things and um you know is is that what god wants out of you and ev who who runs the bible study is saying you know he wants your time he wants your you know your your love and your attention and you know he he wants you to like for you to be by his side and the kid goes all right well can he just be by my side like in the tesla <laughs> <laughs> It's a good question. Well, You're smart. Up, smart. Yeah, up, yeah, yeah. Like Jesus. Yeah. Like let's hang. It's just in the Tesla. <laughs> it's a great question. Right. Yeah. So cute. I love him so much. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it is. It it's it is very very difficult with what we're up against. Providing security for our kids, making sure they don't go without this gadget and that gadget, yeah. so that they're not, you know ostracized or for being the poor kid or whatever it is at Mm. school and it's like stepping back but they could honestly turn out to be the most horrible humans and but we've given them stuff
0: yeah
2: so what it's true so
1: it's it's yeah i think it's it's an issue or it becomes an issue when that stuff replaces you yeah Mm. Yeah. Like if you're there all the time and every now and then they get nice stuff, I don't think it'll have the impact. No. That it could if you were absent. Mm. You know, like if you were absent and you in your place or if you didn't make the sacrifices or if we didn't put in the time and everything that we've spoken about, but to kind of make myself feel better, I'll just keep giving them stuff mm. but they don't actually ever get their mum then I think that then replaces you and that becomes yeah. the parent that you don't want it mm. to become
2: and that's a common theme that we see with um, kids of divorced parents mm. Mm. it is on the profile without a doubt mm. doesn't matter how much the family is earning or not earning okay the go-to mm. because I feel guilty that As a parent, I feel guilty that I've separated from my partner and, you know, my kids have had to suffer for it. Here, here's more things to show you that – but I kind of do love you. Mm. Things, things, things. Mm. And then what ends up happening is that the kids are not stupid. They're actually really smart. They're just going to keep asking, Mm. just keep taking. And there's no value behind it whatsoever. The only thing that comes out of it is that the parent – is trying to not feel guilty mm. and it's that uh, not like it's that positive parenting versus negative parenting because mm. if you're a parent from a divorced family okay start spending the time with the mm. kid mm. that somewhere along that it, it was missing it's going to take much longer mm. and the kid will take longer to talk to you build a relationship with you but mm. They're seeing you as a as a as a bank account or as a department store mm.
1: and yeah. we do that even like on a less of like we do that in a less obvious way like day to day like I know for me sometimes like if i just uh really need or if I feel like I really need to do something at home I was gonna say the dishes, but that never happens um, <laughs> like if I really need to do some work or like hop on my laptop to type something up and you know Leah's coming up and wanting me and wanting us to do craft and wanting me to color for her and show her how it's done i'll be like in a minute like sweetie let's just you know put on the tv watch Mm. and then i'll be there in a minute but then i'm i'm absent for like half an hour an hour and all she hears is what she wants to do is not important. Mm-hmm. It's not as important as my work. And I mean, re- like really, it can, for me, it can definitely wait. Till she goes, if I'm working when she's awake, it could definitely wait to when she's after. Yeah. Nothing I do at home is urgent for work. <laughs> so it can, but out of convenience, that's what I choose. And I think it's it's even less obvious than that constant Giving of stuff like we do that so, or I just want to enjoy my cup of coffee in the cafe Mm. by myself. Here's my phone. Like, we do it almost subconsciously in this, yeah. yeah.
0: It's prioritizing what we want over what they need, exactly. I think sometimes, like, I've caught myself in the middle of that sometimes. Like, um, usually Abby, I mean, off with the fairies, (laughs) um, but usually Abby will come to me and say, Mummy, can you do this? Can you read a book? And I'll be like, oh, in a minute. And half the time, I, ha- I actually, I honestly think it's more than half the time. I reckon 90% of the time I'm doing something non-essential. Mm. And I think because it's something that I've been working on is like trying not to do that. I notice that now mm. and I'm like, actually, no, let's sit and read and I'll mm. leave what I'm doing and sit with her. And I feel like if I look back, like, say, two months ago when I wasn't doing that, almost certainly that interaction would have very quickly like gone downhill into a massive tantrum over something, not the actual book, but over something else, you know, Mm -hmm. 10 minutes later she'll ask for something and I say, no, you can't have that. Or she'll like, you know, have a meltdown over the fact that her sister took something from her. And I think now that I do that, I'm like, actually, we're not having as many tantrums Mm -hmm. 10 minutes down the track, but it's, for me, it was a big like light bulb moment because at first I didn't make the connection because it wasn't an instant reaction to my mm. decision. But then when they are getting that attention, they don't feel the
1: need mm. to do that. 100%. Mm. Yeah. And there's a, actually a great Instagram account called Big Little Feelings, I want to say. Mm. And one's a psychologist um, and the other is her friend who has researched... And so they've come up with this platform and this program about emo- dealing with emotional needs of your kids, essentially. And they, were, they posted something ages ago about this idea of, wait, I need to do this, instead of saying yes straight away to your kid. And sometimes, yes, you do need to do that thing. But they say when you do need to really, if, this is re- if you've categorized it as essential, it needs to be done now, then you turn to your kids and you say, you know, mummy really has to do this right now because it's quite important. But how about after I'm done, I put my phone away, my laptop away, and me and you do whatever you want and mm-hmm. it's half an hour that's yours. And so you get them excited about that time and you never go back on that promise. And so at that time you really put everything away and it's focused attention on whatever they want to do and really hearing them out. And it's like, yeah, like sometimes we have to. Like sometimes even though we consciously try, we really do need, you know, that 10 minutes or whatever to do whatever. But we need to also hear what they need. So I hear you, I know what you need and I'm here for what you need and I promise you that that's what we're going to get to and I'll put everything away and I'm all yours. And I think, like, that is the balance. But like you said, Marina, like, if I'm not consciously – like, if we're not making Mm -hmm. that effort, like you said, in that split-second decision to actually think I actually need to think about their needs, that's Mm -hmm. never going to come up.
0: Yeah.
2: So it's learnt learnt behaviour.
1: Yeah.
2: You you honestly, honestly – you have to become a completely different person. Almost Mm. this, you know – like the mum, you know, like forget who you were. I so, for- so, I was also listening to something along those lines, and you can have a whole debate about it. You know, when you become a parent, you, you decide to leave your old self behind. And then some kind of schools of thought will be well, you're still you, it's mm. just there's some changes yeah. or more, more kind of characteristics um but you i think if you see the the almost fruition of how things like that can work mm. like what you're saying when yeah like yeah. that you how you're having less tantrums mm. yeah and again it's like oh these strategies work, work. yeah just practice doing it yeah mm and and things will be nothing will be perfect things will 100 percent be easier Mm. and and again i can't like you got it and i I still have to remind myself every day be realistic be realistic like the whole no screens thing i find i think because you you were in that Mm. which we'll get to no screens some some I think some kids feel off you that it is or oh, it's so taboo. So like when they have it, they act crazy like, or you know,
0: like lollies, yeah, like yeah, lullies. right, yeah.
2: It's like knives. It's like it's mm. fine. It mm. it has a purpose, mm. and you know, again, explaining to your kids when they're old enough, having that dialogue, that you know screens yeah they're cool to kind of chill in front of and mm. you know and i'll i'll say to jordan i really need to i'd be falling asleep, like it's actually really dangerous i'm having like micro sleeps <gasps> bringing them back from oh. somewhere mm. right whatever my day starts to get unbelievably early but i i physically can't be with them anymore mm. and i'm mm. like look boo. i think it's now time to just chill And I really, really need to just, like, lie down. Like, are you okay to watch TV? He's never going to say no. (laughs) But I'm like, how? And then we negotiate how many episodes. And he's like, yeah, cool, you know. And then when it's time to kind of turn it off, he's like, yeah, all right. Because then, it, you know, Mm. we said we'd do trampoline or whatever it is. And it's. Not making it such a big deal, mm, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, things, yeah. the whole screen yeah, yeah. thing, particularly, yeah. it's not a big yeah. deal, mm. you know, and exactly it, yeah, putting that into practice, they'll feel it off you. Mm-hmm. They know when you're anxious about something yeah. and when something's wrong or naughty, and they'll play on it. Mm. So, just you know, fake it till you make it. Inside, yeah. you're dying because mm. you, you you hate that they're watching so much but over the four years of Jordan's four and a half now, he has not really an inclination to screens. Mm. And when he, when he has it and I feel like he's really into it, someone's given him the phone and, you know, but if you tell him to get off, he actually gets Mm. off. We Mm. don't have a lot of tantrums based around Mm -hmm. it because it's not a thing. It's normalized. We haven't made it a thing. Yeah, You know, and there are other alternatives. Like Mm. what you're saying, like let's, kind of try to plan ahead and again they love structure so just pop a lolly here or Mm. whatever there that's like normally naughty Mm. and it's you're making it not naughty Mm.
0: yeah
2: they'll they'll learn to to, as life gets exponentially more difficult they'll learn that hard stuff is not Mm. like traditionally hard stuff is not that hard Mm. or there are ways to deal with it Mm. because Mm. we have just a calm approach or yeah. we look at alternatives or you're teaching these tiny, tiny mm. things that, that way that's the, that psychologist who is, who read the book I'm reading at the moment or listening to, I should say I don't have time to read. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, <laughs> they will get to a stage come adolescence or whatever. Well, they will want to stop listening to you. They will, mm. they will go and do their own thing. They will do the seemingly wrong thing but they will always always come back to what you've instilled in them mm-hmm. you know in the formative years of their development yeah. and you have to trust that process mm. whether you trust the process trust God whatever you however it is you want to look at it mm. like you go better say it's okay they'll choose the right thing you'll mm. hold your breath whether it's for a week or two or whatever it is they, they will come to a point where They'll eventually make the right decision Mm. through learning, Mm. you know, that it Mm. doesn't actually feels really – it feels really bad to be at this party because there's, like, drugs and alcohol and stuff. This is, like, doesn't sit well with me. Mm. Mm. But you've let them go to that party. Mm. Mm. Exactly. Let them. Yeah. And trust. Mm. Dialogue. Mm. You know, like saying with your parents, the fact that you could go to your dad and be like, I saw this and, like, what does that mean? Because you know that you can ask questions and you'll get answers. Mm. You won't get scoldings. You won't get, you know. And that's how we unfortunately lost a lot of our generation back in the day. Mm. Because, you know, the priest who came here was super, super traditional. The church was ultra, like, conservative. Mm. Very, very strict. Mm. And you weren't allowed to ask questions. Yeah, We had so many black sheep. You know, it, yeah. but all they were—they were just kids who were just trying to explore and yeah. learn, and nobody wanted to have these conversations with them. Yeah.
0: Mm.
2: And so, as your kids get older, and conversations might be hard, but mm. you know, we—the coptic schools are doing such a good job. Honestly, like mm. um, we were saying right beginning, yeah, like yeah. The, the teachers are amazing, and they, are you know, they're young and they mm. understand what the kids are going through, and. It, Open to having these conversations. Mm-hmm. Your kids will find out information regardless. Mm. Yeah,
0: true.
2: Gotta get out of this, you know. Yeah. Oh, well, don't talk about it because it won't exist and it won't. Ha- it mm-hmm. will. Mm-hmm. It does exist. Yeah. It Especially
0: will. now, though. Like, the, like you can't. Yeah, you can find can't anything hide out anywhere. Like, yeah. it's not, you know, it might have been a bit harder for us to find out information, but for kids. 100%. I'm
2: urging my friends who have. a little bit older kids Mm. to have conversations you know don't make anything never ever say oh no that's wrong or don't you know Mm. the whole no the no (laughs) yeah yeah parenting it's we can't we can't we're not saving them from anything we're not sheltering them from anything we're not doing them any favors Mm -hmm. um discipline is another thing though. like
1: that's you know yeah. But yeah. But I think it, discipline is another thing but it's all encapsulated in the umbrella of love. Like love, everything 100%. that we do is 100%. Like it comes down to the love I'm given and the love I'm entrusted with to give. Mm-hmm. And I just have to I just need to constantly remember that you know, I need to speak to them in the way that they want to be spoken to in their love language. Mm-hmm. I need to speak to them with love discipline can happen with mm. love like mm, yeah. i can set boundaries but still be a loving mom like yeah, i'm yeah. not a mom that they hate and i think that's like really like i think that umbrella is the hardest thing to constantly remember but that's what, i mean that's it's i don't want to say it's as simple as that cuz that's the hardest thing to love and lay down your life mm. but i mean if you got to summarize it in one like Mm. word it's not simple, it's the the hardest thing we'll Mm. ever have to do but it's just reminding ourselves and being conscious about it and being intentional about it and not just treating parenthood like you know, just another thing thing that passes mm. us by in this life, because this is the most important thing that we've been given and I definitely don't want to waste it Yeah. yeah
2: Yeah. I mean, the coolest thing would be, you know, we joke – I joke about having another baby. It's not going to happen, but, you know. so to Michael, you know, it's like they'll get older and then they'll, like, we'll all be, like, a big friendship group. And he's looking at me like, oh, my God, that's putrid. <laughs> like, you know, no, but it's – but you do, like, I look at, you know, his relationship, for example, with his dad. It's so nice, like, mm-hmm. even though his dad was super strict and whatever, but, you know – coming out of that and they just Their friend, get along so yeah. well and to I don't I can't even imagine how that feels that your child is yeah like your, your best friend yeah you know because you, you you're, you're the age gap you know speaking very non-numerically yeah. <laughs> will close yeah and you'll see life completely you know yeah different. you know on the same level mm. it's just yeah it's it's really nicely that's what we aim for and that mm-hmm. you again you that is what you present to God. Yeah. Come your end of days. Hopefully you're lucky enough to be on a deathbed that you can kind of look back and reflect and mm. go peacefully. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> that what yeah. have you offered up to God, you know? Yeah. It's it's a beautiful gift, that's what you're saying. And love is unconditional, right? So why is parenting conditional Mm -hmm. you know with our flaws yeah it's not fair
1: so yeah putting in the work now so that we want to be friends with our kids later Mm. yeah Yeah. i say to mom i'm gonna go clubbing with marley
2: (laughs) she's my little dancing queen and we we're just gonna party (laughs) <laughs> Her and I, and I'll still look really young, and so it won't matter, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel, She'll feel like you to go, right? Yeah. Oh my god, that's your mom. What was your sister? That's what I get with my mom, anyway. Not oh. that she comes clubbing with me, but yeah, <laughs> I've offered. She, <laughs> she refused. I
0: know. It's too civil. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh dear. Uh, yeah. all righty thank you thank you this was, was very nice uh, to talk. unreal yeah. this is really like good thank you
2: well yeah. well done for doing this it's, um good on you guys because i think having having those conversations um it's like what you know we were saying at yeah. the screen thing you know and M- marie was you know saying how you can't escape screens yeah. you could implement whatever you want in your house but your kids are, are going to be you know and if you feel so strongly about it, I think having a unit where you are all on the same level, like I said, pick yeah. friends who have rice on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying pick friends, but you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. like they are what will make you feel comfortable. Yeah. And yeah. we judge ourselves really, really harshly. And um, just think we've just got to present, come to the table, present what's real. And we're mm. only doing each other favors mm. Mm. as moms to say that it's, it's really hard and that, you know, I can look like crap, but you kind of, like, know why and I don't mm. even have to say it. Mm. Yeah. It's, like, it's cool. Like, mm. love it. Like, yeah. Tell, tell each other, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, mm. yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Like, don't yeah.
0: sugarcoat anything no. mm. because it is what it is and, you know. Mm. We're not going to get through it if we do that, you know. Mm. Like, it's a lot of effort to put up an image like that mm. and – it doesn't help anybody else Mm. it really doesn't I think that's something that we need to be better at realizing that who like what is the point of you making everything look perfect Mm. like who are you helping you're not helping yourself you're not helping anybody else so exactly tell it like it is Mm -hmm. I tell a friend she's she's thinking about having kids
2: and I'm like come to my house <laughs> <laughs> you want to see you know and she'll say to she's i love that you can just yell in front of your like yell in front of me like you know and just be yourself and you you know i don't scream but like i'm very quite tough with my kids sometimes but she's like i love that you can just do you mm, and regardless. it's not like a show mm. you're you're putting on for me and i time for you okay (laughs) and how you feel about how i'm raising my kids okay (laughs) yeah yeah uh, nobody has time Mm -hmm. you have the mental capacity to think about what other people Mm -hmm. are thinking of you Mm -hmm. so yeah so well done for for doing something like Mm -hmm. this so you give people the opportunity to come and just be really honest Mm -hmm. and and just make other parents feel comfortable
1: yeah Mm -hmm. about the chaos because <laughs> <laughs> it's chaos it's chaos yeah and mm. i guess if you feel like you're isolated or you feel like you don't really have anybody to speak to or you just want to come on the podcast to have a good <laughs> rant please get in touch because we are all about the ranting um but also get in touch like you have a community in us as well so if you feel like you don't really have anybody that you know, you can talk to about anything, please reach out. Like, we're more than happy to um, listen and see you and have you on the podcast. And we like to talk. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. It's actually
2: Maggie, just Maggie Salib, just started um, the Mary Magdalene group at Exodus. We've always wanted to do like a mums group thing, mm. which kind of serves the mums of our community that, again, it's just so. I mean, you're in the trenches constantly, mm. and nobody takes care of you. Mm. Just kind of just putting it out there, yeah. like, you guys. But yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no it's majority of the time. If you've heard
1: any of our first episodes, that's <laughs> no, the I only shouldn't. thing that was discussed. Okay, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I am here. I need help. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that hasn't changed. Yeah,
2: yeah we don't. Yeah. And again, like calling out for help is is it's one thing. Hard. And I think, but knowing that there are options. yes, you have you do have places to go where people are or it's gonna be mm. the same across the board um so yeah Maggie started it um I forget they just on on Saturday, I think they just or Sunday they did the um the launch for it mm. and all the women had kind of bounced ideas um off each other of like where to go with it Apparently it was really really good so. Yeah so there's lots of lots of things out there mm. that I think our community is is doing really really well and um it's it's very empowering mm. like we're part of a community mm. that understands like we should understand each other almost mm. Mm. and we we need to take
1: advantage of yeah, that yeah agreed so yeah. and it's yeah. just knowing about where to look as well so mm. like reach out Exodus is on Facebook as well um on instagram
2: we actually were just talking about that no not on instagram definitely on facebook mainly on facebook Mm. i think these days yeah yeah our um lils who does the graphic design and all the kind of techie stuff is so overwhelmed that i think the social media has just been she's had to concentrate Mm. on one one platform Mm. yeah but i mean our guys are everywhere as well you yeah.
0: know and if you get in touch with like if with us with Mara and I we can definitely get them in touch yeah, with Exodus true. so yeah. there's so if you don't a know a lot of your look, girls yeah.
2: from um St Mark's anyway are quite mm. like on board mm. with what with what Maggie's doing as well so that collaboration is really really nice mm. as well um so yeah mm. I'm I'm it's the the future's looking good mm. <laughs> yeah. it's looking yeah. better, better
1: we just need to continue to support each other continue to pray for each other um and if you need resources or places to go contacts please (laughs) let us know get in touch with us get in touch with exodus um so exodus is just as it is i assume on facebook exodus
2: um i think there's actually we're still
1: operating under youth works Works. so it's youth works works with an x um so you can find that page on facebook if you just want to get in touch or have a look at you know the services they they offer um all as always you can get in touch with us instagram facebook if you know us directly stalk us at home I, whatever you want
2: um people are in their cars with donuts yeah, watching you that's fine <laughs> just share the
1: just donuts. let us know yeah. we'll <laughs> drop a vlog by yes. the door
0: be civil
1: about yes, exactly. it exactly okay? <laughs> yeah exactly exactly right nothing's off limits um so it's Instagram it's the underscore Mommy M A M I underscore Village and Facebook is just Mommy M A M I. Um thank you so, so 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 much, Christina. Like this pleasure great yeah. episode. Um mm. and it's I I need to be more <laughs> intentional and I will that is my take home for today. Just think <laughs> about that split second. I think that's my mm. my week's activity. Um but thank you so much for joining us and for giving up the time and i'm yeah, sure this will benefit so many people
2: i hope so i'm sure most of you people already know about it so surprisingly <laughs> yeah no. you would be surprised you, you guys are uh, some this is some really really amazing mums mm. like out there like you know the your demographic you know, oh. and then they're amazing guys. i don't mm. they can't hold the candle to those guys <laughs> they're very very good
1: mm. Um, and so are you, so thank you. Yes, exactly. Thanks, <laughs> guys. Uh, and thanks for listening and we will catch you. Like, as you've probably realised, there's no further structure to the podcast releases and that's just us being realistic, life being realistic. Well, Mum's doing podcasts. That's impressive enough. It's just, you know, how do we out figure out – <laughs> how to be consistent but anyway there's no schedule no all right it's so a myth we're gonna surprise it you to us. <laughs> it,
0: it keeps things exciting and fresh yes. Yes, exactly. fresh i like <laughs> yeah. that word yeah
1: so we're keeping it fresh um <laughs> and they will be released when they will be released (laughs) and we will let you know with a few days notice (laughs) um but please that shouldn't stop you from reaching out uh but you know thank you again for listening for tuning in send in requests, people that you want on the show topics that you want to hear um if you want to come on like i said always welcome and that's a wrap so thank you thank you so much for listening and thank you guys thank you thank you christina bye everyone bye